ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the All-American Savage Show. Fuck, I just started this off just really well. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. I am here in studio with, you know him as Lord Hot Dog. You know, I had like, when I promoted you, I was like, JT's coming on the show. Instantly comments like, ask him about his baloney life-changing event. Ask him about the hot dogs. Ask him about all these things. And I'm just like, I feel like this is stuff that I should be like privy to. Like, I feel like I you've always been. I've seen, I've seen, the, I've seen just, the hot dog stuff. Yeah, that that that. I mean, that was yesterday. That was uh, yesterday was the launch. Something. No, wait, wait. No, what is this? I'm we not, no. we launched hot dogs. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. If you go to lordhotdog.us, we're gonna do this right now. Uh, Lordhotdog.us. <laughs> dot us. Uh, this is official. <laughs> oh my god! There was a picture of JT. If you go and you look at this, there's a picture of JT with a smoldering gaze and a beautiful crown. Uh, and. Piles. It's an actual <laughs> hot dog company. You launched a hot dog company. Listen, I took a page from your book. Oh, my God. Uh, because I don't think I've gotten to... I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait till you see how intricate this is. This is, is great. Like, 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 You've got a rewards program? I, this is one of my... This is like one oh, of those... Oh, this is the guy you want me to meet. Yes, Caleb. Okay, okay. Uh, Caleb Francis. He's he's hilarious. But oh, my God. This is a marketing... Like, like This is one of those... like. <laughs> You know I love like obsessing with marketing things. And yeah, it's like, you're okay, very good at this. Like, like for me, this is this is like a pinnacle. Uh, t- I, I say test, but we're testing it with a real yeah. thing where it's the the hot dog. I the love hot this. dog brand completely lives inside a fictional universe. Uh, so everything around the hot dog, everything that you'll ever see around the hot dogs yeah. is is you're in this this fictional universe of Lord Hot Dog where Scythe Industries is the evil corporation that man that that represents seventy eight percent of the world's food. You and it's scare my- me. You scare me with like the depth of marketing <laughs> that you have in this like because people see you as like black rifle. They see you as like a JTAC. They see but then it's like they don't know the real you. It's like this guy's a fucking genius when it comes to marketing. <laughs> and the levels that you go into, like when you just explain this like you've created this fictional world of a hot dog corporation. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you for a ride real quick. <laughs> Let's so, do this. So I'll Let's show you this. I'll show you real quick like oh because w- as soon as I get home from from Texas here, uh, I go in to production to these are these are going to be the propaganda films that Scythe Industries puts out. So Scythe oh Industries God. controls the world's food in my universe and they're evil. Like it's just like uh, Brazil and the cod crisis oh and everything. God. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's all it's all by this this evil guy named Kane Scythe which is played by Clean, uh, the the very popular Twitch streamer. But you're so. But you're ultimately you're marketing hot dogs. Yes, yes. That's fucking genius. But the but but everything that you see around it is my right. Lord Hot Dogs battle against this evil food corporation that's been you know poisoning our food and and controlling oh us. God. And, and a lot of this stuff. can transition into real life though. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's actual of, like you talking about like food companies that are putting like yes. horrible things in there. So, so I would assume that if you're going to take that route, your shit better be like on point. Well, like, one hey, of my, it's organically grown <laughs> hot dogs. hundred <laughs> percent. I went with. Uh, you know the hot dogs. I went with the original. These, these are the people that invented the hot dog. Yeah, uh, Charles Feldman. He, oh, you legit went yeah. to the source. Yes, he invented. Wait, okay, the, so in Coney old, Island. How old is the hot dog? Uh, it's from eighteen ninety four. Oh, believe. okay, so not yeah. the actual. Okay, I was like, wait, how old is a hot dog? Like, I thought this thing was I, like. And a- don't quote me on that. It's on. It's on their site. I, I, okay. I do need to brush brush up on my hot dog history. But I these feel like guys. that's something you should probably know if you're gonna launch a hot dog brand. You should know like the history of the Just hot need dog. Need to be there. Just- <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show. And again, that's lordhotdog.us. You can check out the website. This is actually very well done. 
Oh, thank you. Yes. This is very well done, very intricate. You've the, got like the case files. You can see like the cop. If you go or go all the way down to the uh-huh. cop, um, the cop is played oh by God. Seth Louis. That's my <laughs> my graphic designer and everything. He like, is good. Yeah, he's amazing. Like uh, he's fucking good. I had him come out uh, last Saturday, and we did all this. We shot we shot the the stuff, and then I'll I'll have to show you the video. Wow, because the video is what the launch was, okay. and the video. It is essentially the movie preview uh-huh. for what's about to come because all of this will be this is an ongoing series. So if right. you would like to play a character, absolutely, you can pick good absolutely. or bad. So you get to pick which side you want. To you be cast on. me however you want me. If you I want, want you to, on good. If you want me on the black couch bent over, I'll do it. I don't <laughs> care. Anything to be in a JT film. Absolutely. Because everybody picks bad because it's like, ooh, I get to play a bad guy. So Fair it's like enough. I need I need people on the good side. Okay. I think I think you should play you should play somebody that's in the plant agriculture realm that is helping me. <laughs> like like you're a massive grower and you're a botanist. <laughs> like and you're like, hey, you it's know, like the total opposite of what I am in real life. <laughs> I'll have like the glass like, well, actually, guys, according to the three leaf study I did, it's <laughs> pan opera. I love that. That's brilliant. Well, thank you for coming. In today, you're you're in Dallas. I don't know how much of your personal life you want to air on this. Oh, we, I, you know, I don't care. My okay. my entire personal life is on is on yeah. the internet. <laughs> yeah, how, you know, that's actually a very good topic. I wasn't planning on discussing this, but how does that like? I've met so many people in my life through social media that they're like, you know, you're very transparent on social media. You post a lot of your personal life, and it almost feels like you don't really have a private life to an extent. I mean, there's certain things you do on, but. It's always come natural to me to like be honest and upfront about the things that I'm going through, the things that I'm doing. Like, what is what has inspired you to post about, like, just everything about you? Like, are you not afraid? Are you not? Why are you not afraid to hold back about who it is that you are on social media? Well, it's first is is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and and you know this because you're you're one of the people that kind of follow, followed exactly. We're you and I are the same person that we were when we had four stripes, five stripes on our arm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's what I keep like. People, even even with the size that Black Rifle has gotten, you know, I, I've I've been under attack before. This episode is brought to you by Starbucks.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I uh, get so much shit from you, motherfucker. Your your cult following, Christ Almighty. I'll tell you the story. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. But Jesus Christ, the, the cult following you guys have. Like, if you drink anything outside of Black Rifle, you're a fucking communist. Uh, <laughs> and I want well, to talk to you about that too. But well, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Well, Continue thank you for that. Uh, well, it's just you know, uh, I. The meme pages, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a thing. You know, yeah. they, yeah, I'll, the military meme community. Yeah, yeah, the military meme. I have a lot. I have a lot of respectable, uh, really nice guys that I've met through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love chatting with them and things like that. But the the community as a whole will jump on something to yeah. to just demolish them and yeah. and for whatever it is, you know, I guess it's human nature. We like to see shit burn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, you're right. So it's like, you're oh, right. if 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 someone gives you the smallest mm-hmm. the smallest thing that will justify your hate for them, they'll mm-hmm. they'll jump all over it. Mm-hmm. But it's like what. Once we once Black Rifle had transcended to like a, a, a much bigger a thing where you see it yes. everywhere, you yeah. see it on TV and commercials and shit like that. Like all of a sudden they wanted a reason to hate, and it's yeah. like I sh- I'm shaking the cage, going, "Hey guys, still the same." Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck it. If you're gonna get into it, let's just let's go into that. There's been you know here's the thing. I'm not a Black Rifle loyalist. I like coffee. I like it from wherever I can get it from that tastes good. And I feel like a veteran company should actually have a good product and not make sales based on, oh, we're just a veteran company. And Black Rifle clearly has done very well as far as marketing good coffee. 
But the thing that I've seen is that when you grow to a certain extent, you grow to a certain size, then people start to hate you for your success. Yes. And then I've, I've noticed, like with the Kyle Rittenhouse ordeal, people jumped on that and didn't go into depth on that. They just said, oh, my God, they don't support Kyle Rittenhouse. It's like, look, I call it like I see it. It's like if a podcaster came out and said that I my brand, like Shellshock, supported a guy without my authorization to do so, I would shit can them, too. It's like you're not authorized to make those statements, which ultimately well, the people NPR, translates to, oh, well, you don't support the, Kyle Rittenhouse. The the, the the fucking truth behind that is NPR mm -hmm. jumped on the radio Saturday morning, the Friday after Kyle was in our shirt, mm -hmm. and said that we offered him a sponsorship deal. Yeah. So our our reaction to that was first on 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 all this left leading media going, you guys just offered this kid yeah. a contract, and we're like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, where did that come Be from? Yeah. Because another frustrating thing for me is during that thing. All these people would post these screenshots of, of you know, the Evan donation to Kel Tulsi Gabbard, and and yeah. like like look, the the evidence is here. And yeah. what I was going was, hey, uh, you big detectives, <laughs> why didn't you post the screenshots of my? public Facebook page three yeah. days after the Kyle Rittenhouse situation where I was going, hey, if you grab someone's gun and you get shot, that's clearly self-defense. Yeah. Like, so why, it was like they pick and choose yeah. the things that they, if it fit their hate, that's all they wanted to do. It's because you can still bias, yeah. go onto my Facebook, you can still see, yeah. I mean, I... I was a bit tacky and I posted the meme. <laughs> like I posted that meme that was the impractical jokers like, hey, now try and grab this rifle. Like, okay. Hey, that's who the fuck I am, guys. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh my God. No, people jumped all over that because I was sitting there like, look, when it's the same, it's the same approach I take to like Trump or Biden. When they do something good, acknowledge that. When they do something bad, disagree with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when people were posting about that, it's like they don't support Kyle Rittenhouse because they shit can this podcaster that talked about this. Like, wait a minute. I was like, that's like a franchising issue. That's like a that's a name issue. It's like, I would do the same fucking thing. And it doesn't mean you don't support it. But it's like, what gives an individual the right to make a statement like that without clearance from the higher ups? It's like, no, you're off, you're off market on that. So instantly... And I, I'm not ashamed to say this. The veteran community can sometimes be very fucking stupid. Very fucking well, stupid sometimes. And, and, and they'll bandwagon on mm -hmm. things before. And that's yes. that's really what's been my battle the last three months. And and I've, I've been in very deep with this, by mm -hmm. the way, is I want to help these guys. Like, I, I want to shape the message before we get everybody to jump on stuff. Yeah. You know, I have a bi-weekly conversation with the SEAC, mm -hmm. the highest ranking enlisted person in the United States military. Mm. I'm talking to him twice a week mm. because I'm like, "Hey, here is the, here is here is what's being pushed around." Like and mm -hmm. and the fact that he's acknowledging me, yeah. like and and us as a whole like that's, awesome. that's a huge step for yeah. us. Okay? Because they're calling and they're saying, "What's the heartbeat of the E5?" Mm -hmm. Okay, here's here's the information going out. Here's what they're upset about and this is what I'm passing him. Yeah. Here is here's what what they are pinging on, mm -hmm. here is how I recommend you 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 message back yeah. to make sure that this is taken care of. And, you know, Dan Crenshaw, I know uh, how many people hate that guy, but guess what? He's one of the only congressmen that opened up this whistleblower program for mm -hmm. the military in the last six months yeah. regarding vaccines and unfair treatment and the, the search for um, extremists and things yeah. like that. Yeah. As of last week... Uh, 
nine items were actioned on mm-hmm. from Dan Crenshaw's whistleblower campaign, meaning the, 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 the highest enlisted people in the United States military, they actually went through over 60 items that, that came in as mm-hmm. reports. Um, all but nine were dispelled, meaning, you know, People have yeah. a way to frame yes. something that isn't true when, when you when you look at with problems. It's like okay, wait a minute, are these really problems? Are you making shit up because you just want a bitch because you don't like your life? Let me hear the whole story. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they they ran over sixty of these whistleblower reports to the ground. Mm-hmm. Nine were actioned on. Nice. Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what like like let's celebrate success. Yeah. Our highest ranking individuals in the in the, in the United States military are listening to your complaints and then they're turning around and jumping. Yeah. Jumping on them to correct. I think them. the problem though is that's not going public. I never knew that until you just said that. And it's like, how does one, like Crenshaw? You know, there's things I agree with Crenshaw, and you know, he's come on the podcast a few times. There's things I agree with him on. There's things I don't agree with him on. But I don't think his heart is in the wrong place. You know, we've had discussions that it's just like, yeah, I basically told him like, you're a politician. I don't trust you. I was like, and I, I respect your service, but I don't trust any politician. I don't trust any cop. And it's not that I hate them. It's not that I, I want to see them fail. It's like, but when you have that position of authority, when you have that position of power. Those that put you in that place should always view you with a healthy level of skepticism to ensure that power doesn't go too far. And I think with Crenshaw, it's just one of those things like when he came out with the whole red flag order, and I know he's never going to live that down. That's just one of those things that's going to be with him. Like when he said that, you and me have been in the social media spectrum for a very long time. I don't think Crenshaw has. And when Crenshaw went and started campaigning, and then his intent was just to have a conversation. Wow. And people uh, let perceive me t- that as, like, let me oh tell my you God, where so his intent why. was. Yeah. When he came out with the first statements, and mm-hmm. the first statement was, let's make this a state issue. Let states have discussions about red flag laws. Mm-hmm. Let states define due process. Yeah. He was trying to pull it from the federal floor because yeah. they were they were trying to push a federal firearms ban. Yeah. Okay. He full stop. Hey, let states do this. Yeah. If California wants to become fucking full-blown communists, let them and we'll move the fuck away from there. Yeah. Like it's just better than putting something out federally. And I think the problem, though, is the optics on that are yeah. going to bite you in the ass because you're, people don't see data. No, even I wouldn't have seen You're never going like to win. That. Yeah, you're never going to win. <laughs> like, you never will. And but that's, that's why, what I was going to say yeah. here is is our system is, is, is fucked. And unless we pull the fucking the hammer that just deletes every congressman right now yeah. and we started completely fresh like no one that goes oh he has a history in politics if you put new people in there because i mean you and i know in real life you you can figure out and you have a hunch on how this political system works when it comes to the congressional house is you've got people there that have been there ancient years 40 30 50 50 years so when you come in as a young, new, I just got elected. You know, yeah. Graham Allen is pro- hopefully going to get elected here soon. Mm-hmm. You know Graham's going to go in with with the right intentions and mm-hmm. ready to go. And then he's going to be introduced to the system yeah. and go, oh, oh yeah. I have, to, <clears throat> I have yeah. to give to take. Yeah. Because we understand it. This is all a yeah. voting thing. So in order to get you on my side to try and get this piece of legislation that's going to help veterans or yeah. this... In order to get this, I'm gonna have to give up some of this. I'm gonna yeah. have to. I'm gonna have to yeah. capitulate to you with something that you want or anything like that. And I think we all need to understand that how the system works. Like, yeah. like yes. And and guess what? We designed the system, so we fucked it up. Here's a <laughs> here's here's a really good here's a really good thing that I don't know if you know, but this was a question I asked a couple weeks ago. It's like you want to start off with something that might help us in the future with with the situation we're in with Joe Biden right now, let's require our president to pass a, a, a security um, 
like clearance. Like clearance. Hmm. Did you know that they do not have to have one? No. I didn't know that. They do not. Shut the fuck up. The elected president does not have to pass anything. But you know, like here's, they you know, get the highest but, form of security clearance. I can tell you right now, <laughs> the intention with that would be good. The intention with that would be good. But even if that president couldn't pass one and he gets elected, he's going to pass one. Y- yes, but they'll, they'll here's out a way. here's here's where us as citizens should change the law, and this is where we should all unite and go. You know what? Fuck this. That is fucked up because Biden would have never even gotten past a, a regular secret clearance yeah. with his son and his son's ties yeah. to other other countries. That is the first fucking question on an SF-86. <laughs> oh, oh, who do you know that's in other countries? Oh so so here's how we here's how we fix that. If you want to run for president, you have to pass. Yeah. So before okay. you yeah. even get elected, one of the requirements, we've said a requirement is an age requirement. Yeah. We've said a requirement is a citizen requirement. Yep. Now how about you have to pass a fucking background check? That's actually yeah, that actually makes perfect fucking sense. That makes perfect fucking sense. I didn't know that. I I didn't either <laughs> I didn't until know that. we were driving. I was driving with one of my good friends who's a military officer, a TACP officer, uh-huh. and I was like I was just like, we we're just talking about the issues, the yeah. issue, the issues that we have with the current president, you know, and yeah. and I'm like, you know what? Does a fucking president have to pass? Like, like, do they have to? And we look it up, and it's like, nope. Wow. And we're like, oh god, I had no idea. I had no <laughs> idea about that. So there's step one. If we want to change shit, us as citizens, yeah. that is a law that I feel is attainable. Yeah. That is a piece of legislation that I feel like. Us as the veteran community could could, Rally, could get yeah. behind. I know enough congressmen that I think you Would know support as, as 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 election cycle settles down here shortly, mm-hmm. I'll approach them. <laughs> you know that ain't happening anytime yeah, soon. I know. We got midterms well, coming I, up. I would like approaching them and being like, hey. Let's put this. Let's put this bill together. If you want to run for president, you have to pass a fucking security yeah. clearance. Mm-hmm. That that at least at least you know the guy is a decent human being, because hey, hey uh, I mean security clearance. I don't know why? Fine. It's financial. Yeah. It's 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 a normal background check. Yeah. So at least at the bare minimum, we're getting a president that does not have a criminal history, yeah. that does not have weird fucking connections to other countries, yeah. and isn't a fucking shitbag when it comes to money. Okay, I'm good with those three things being yeah. requirements for the leader of the person that has all the <laughs> nuclear weapons in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I never, yeah, I never knew that. But I think, you know... Th- I guess what I'm trying to say is we can have good intentions of wanting to pass things like this, but these snakes will always find a way to weasel a way, a way around it. And I, that's why I feel like it's just so corrupt, because at this point, I think the first step we should be taking is introduce term limits across the board from to, from the House to the Senate. We need term limits to where there's no more career politicians, because I feel like back when the you know when Congress originated, people didn't want to serve. Nobody wanted to serve in Congress because, you know, the per diem was shit. They didn't get paid very well, and ultimately their farms suffered. So it was in their best interest to make sure economically where they were representing was best looked out for in D.C. or in, in Congress. But now, the thing is, here's it's the just, crazy you got, you got these politicians that make $175,000 a year to start. To start. You're asking the very people to pass. Exactly. <laughs> this and doesn't make sense. That, no, that, that, that's why we're <laughs> fucked. Because I've acknowledged this. It's like, why would the power ever relinquish power? It doesn't happen. It no. just doesn't happen unless it's violently taken. <laughs> America, and I, I honestly feel America is on a down track that we, we, we've begun this this tailspin to where the power, I mean, just look at the, the vaccination mandates that are being pushed through from the president to Congress to people out there that in what world did you ever think you'd live where they would have the authority to just disregard law and say this is what we're doing and if you don't like it now it's to the point where you can get fired from your job if you're not getting vaccinated 
and they require proof of it. And then if you are fired, you're not getting unemployment if you're not vaccinated. Wow. This is this is mind-boggling to me how this could ever be allowed. So it's just one of these things that I see America spiraling right now. And I think the only thing that's like holding this, it's like a thong on a fat woman. Like that little that little piece of material is holding all of this just well, crap you, back. You know and I why. feel like the filibuster is the only thing protecting Republicans right now. And Democrats are trying to do away with it. I mean, the the biggest thing is is we're discussing real things that would actually start solving problems. Yeah. But instead, the masses are worried about abortion yes. laws. Yep. Like again, like yep. they use things like abortion to dangle in front of yep. our face and fight about. Yep. So we do not so Focus we do not hone yes. in on this. 100%. And that's the thing. It's like when you really look at it, it's like how many times has my life been affected by abortion? Never. Yeah. Never had to it never came up. I never accidentally got someone pregnant. I never did this. I never did that. So why am I gonna why yeah. why is this gonna be the number one political thing that I need to die on a hill on? That's why I don't even get in that conversation. It's like yeah. that doesn't affect my life. Yeah. Like you wanna come you wanna come to me and talk about traffic? Okay. <laughs> That's something that every day hits me in the fucking face. You wanna talk you, you know, you wanna talk about property taxes, you wanna yeah. talk about things that you you're dealing with every single day. Like we're not trying to fix things. Instead yeah. they've used that as a very, very cunning thing for them that they've yeah. found that we will argue over you know yeah. we'll argue over immigration mm-hmm. there's fucking 40 states in the country that don't have to deal with immigration mm-hmm. yet this is again one of our huge ticket items and mm-hmm. it's just like fuck man <laughs> it's, i see it yeah. i see the games they play i think a lot of it has to do with social media and the optics that are going to keep so i mean you know this more than anybody is that the negativity is what drives social media negativity on social media is just so Easy to get into, like it's like That's veterans new, going though. after black rifle. Though. Like the negativity is what drives people. They they they. It's like It's like oh, so. You know where this started from? Reality TV. Yeah. In my opinion, it started 100%. with reality TV because you like you like looking at these other people and seeing how just fucked up their lives are, which I think inherently makes you feel good about yourself. It's like oh man, I'm normal, but. And I think that's what feeds the American people for the most part is they, they thrive on that because there's not a lot of positivity in the news. You don't see good stuff coming out of the news anymore. It's always negativity driven because people respond more so to that because I think we're as human beings, I think for a large majority of us, we're more prone to saying, I want to fight that with a good intent. I want to I want to push back on that. It's like being a part of something. That's why I feel like on people on the left for like the Gen Z and the little generation, millennial, excuse me. They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, and they want to fight for truth and justice and freedom. I think to just have their lines crossed, and they're going the opposite way. But they they have they have intent to just be a part of something and fight back. But unfortunately, they're retarded, and that's the problem. Well, I mean, I I, I think like I've talked <clears throat> about this before, where we're in a we're in a new age. Like we've had ages kind yeah. of uh, with social media. Yeah. Because if you if you look back, the evolution to, of it. Yeah. You when you and I got popular and 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 and, and started out like. We were celebrated mm. on social media, I like, know, yeah. dude. Everybody was behind us. They're yeah. like, oh my god, a, yeah. a, a guy that I saw wearing a uniform. Yep. You know, I was still in the National Guard until 2018. Yeah. People were like, holy shit, a, an E6 yeah. in the National Guard that can that can achieve this. Like, like we're all happy for that. We're all yeah. down with that. Well, then what happened was is that trend. Well, arcs. well, well, what it was is 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 the attention. People people started getting used to seeing this, and they saw us grow to these certain things, and they're like, "Well, wait, okay, I can do, I have a phone now. I can do what he does. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it." But then it gets it gets no, it yeah. doesn't get the engagement, doesn't yeah. get the comments, doesn't get the likes, and then you you have this this period of time, and and this goes for like every 
pocket of 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 demographic. Whereas yeah. like women, they see a girl they went to high school with that is f- popular on Instagram. All she does, it seems like, is is go on vacation as yeah. her job, and so. These girls try and do it. Okay, look, I'm taking a picture of my food. I'm taking a picture of me in a bikini, like, yeah. and they don't get anything. And then it that turns into, you know, jealousy and hate yeah. and like, well, wait, I'm doing the same thing she's doing. I'm not getting it. Why am I not getting it? And then they started realizing, and this is around the, the crest of 2017, 2018. I need to be outraged about something. Yeah. I need to pick. Yeah. I need to pick something because then they saw. Yeah. If I post on social media that I'm all for something fucking crazy, yeah. and you're either with it or against it, boom, the comments start pouring in. Yes. I just got you to fight with me. Yeah. And now my phone was going off the hook, and I've got 200 comments of people fighting with each other, and yeah. oh, you got him, you got him, we won this yeah. round. Like so, I feel like we're in the outrage age yeah. where the addiction to engagement on social media is what's is yeah. is what's driving all of 100%. the hate. 100%. I think, I like how you said that, though, how social media evolves. And, yeah, there was a time, like, when I first started, like, 2015, it was completely unintentional. And it started with outrage. It was me making fun of fat people. Not really making fun. It was just making making posts because I saw, like, there was a lot of people out there trying to make excuses for unhealthy lifestyles of being just lazy. And that's just how I got my start. But, yeah, it rallied a lot of people. And then as time progressed... Like, I will proudly claim the archetype angry veteran ranting in the car. Like, that was me. I OG'd that shit. Like, so move over, Graham Allen. Like, it was actually me, motherfucker. And <laughs> Graham came later. He did. And I, fuck, I, I got him his start. Like, I was the one who was sharing his videos and shit and helping him out. I don't, I don't like Graham. Like, I'm not cool with him, but I'm going to leave that alone. But it's just one of these things that we see this trend change. You see the grunt-style trend change. Yeah. Because I think instantly veterans felt represented in the civilian aspect where it still had that camaraderie effect. It still had this thing that drew us together. That we could still be with each other. We could still be around each other and share the same kind of message. And then the trend arced and it turned into like bro-vet shit. And even for me, like it got to a point where I'd look back at some of the videos that I'd made. It's like, oh my god, like I can't believe I said it like that. <laughs> I kind of changed my mind on that. And then you start to you start to evolve. And that's what I think a lot of people don't encourage because I'll have people like Nine Line did a thing with me uh, like three months ago as far as entrepreneurship. And they came to my house and did an interview. And I remember they posted it on their social media. And I always know I can always project what's going to happen. You're going to have people like, oh, is he still fucking ranting in his car? Is he still fucking the angry bro? But it's like, you haven't followed me for years because I haven't done that for years. Now I just do it on a podcast so it's more professional. Yeah. But people don't want to see you, number one, successful. And they don't want to see you evolve and grow into something else. They want to just keep you in that hole, that box. And then hate you for that, no matter how much good you can do. And that's the other thing I brought up with other people on the podcast. Like when Black Rifle got demonized for that shit, or the bet, or the the bet Evan lost to donate to Tulsi. And I actually like Tulsi. Um, uh, that was Obama. Obama, but yeah. that was also seven years before the company was even like exactly. Like, but people they look at that and they focus on that and they say, oh, they're a woke company now. But then they don't turn around and look at, well, hey, they've donated millions of fucking dollars to these other veteran organizations, nonprofits, police for all these things. Like, who else is doing that? So they want to focus on one tiny thing and then just nitpick you apart on well, that. and discredit everything else. 100%. And that's the thing. It's, just like, it's no like being in the military. You have like 364 good days, but on that one day they perceive you as doing something they don't like. Oh, you're, 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 you're a horrible human being. Let's unpack something you said when you started that. Mm-hmm. Because I've got, I've got a point to make. Go for it. Um... I feel like we're getting really deep here. Oh, why not? I, I love that why sexy not? voice. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's you, said you, you said you don't like Graham. Mm-hmm. And and lately in the last like three months, I've I've wiped I've wiped the slate clean mm-hmm. because I've really I've really started um, 
kind of coming to a lot of realizations of like the how and why. Uh, you yeah. know, off, I've also been off liquor for 150 days. Good for you. No, seriously, <laughs> good I, for you. I doubt I'm going back. Good for you. Because uh, I've I, I've been diving into this research of brain health and everything, and it's really really fun. But it's like you know this 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 hit me head on. A few months ago, it was about four months ago, I was with, you know, occasionally I jump back with all my TACP buddies and stuff that I grew yeah. up with in the service. And all my buddies now, you know, we're hitting 20 years. So yeah. it's like they're all in charge and stuff like that. Yeah. And we're hanging out and they're, you know, they're talking and a name gets brought up and they're like, oh, I hate that motherfucker. Yeah. And it like it, it, it went off in my head and I go, why? They're like, well, dude, back in 2005, I go, yeah. 2005, bro, that's 16 years ago. Yeah. We were 21 years, we were yeah. 23 years old. I'm like, you're still mad about that. So it was like, we had this conversation, he left, and I started thinking about it, and I wrote down all the guys in my career field that I didn't like. Yeah. And then I, then I went down that list, and I wrote why I didn't like him. And I started mm. looking at that why, and I went, okay, that was a story I heard from somebody else, so I yeah. don't even know if that's true. Mm. That was when we were 19 years old, and, that, like, like, and I started realizing, okay, this is all very dumb. Yeah, I've been hating, and then I also one of the one of those names stuck out because I had I had buried that guy's name for years. Anytime mm -hmm. anybody brought him up, I wanted to talk about how much of a yeah. shitbag he was because of this interaction him and I had in 2007 in Baghdad together. Mm -hmm. And it's like I carried this one situation when him and I are 23 years old. Yeah, and I talked bad about him for fucking like seven years, and I went, "What the?" F was wrong with me yeah. like that's dumb he could have been having a bad day he could have yeah, yeah. yes the situation was stupid but we were fucking kids yeah why carry that with me i'm like okay it's done i'm done with that and that's where i i came up with it of dude it's all perspective and it's like even when you even when you think like that that dude did that to me on purpose and he must have like mm -hmm. that's a perspective like nine times out of ten he didn't he could have done something that you never knew. Mm -hmm. You just assumed that this, that there was malice in there. Generally, none of us are actually trying to commit malice towards someone else, especially yeah. people in the same space where we're all doing this. So there's a difference there that I think should be looked into even deeper because I agree with you. And there are things that people have held against me that I did in my past, even when I was a leader. It's like, you know, I regret that. I wish I could have been better. But, I mean, at the same token... If you really think about it, like even in Afghanistan, leading soldiers over there, is like I was 26 years old. I'm 37 now. It's like I look back as like, yeah, there was a lot of things I should have done differently, yeah. but I was also 26. I was a boy. Like even in Iraq, when yeah. I was 17, I was a fucking child. But with I people made like stupid with decisions people like, last week, with, with people like, <laughs> I'm, sm I'm smarter today than I was fucking seven days ago. But I feel I feel like with people like Graham though, uh, Graham has wronged me personally. Yeah, and he's done it recently as well. And these are things that. I think signify certain characteristic or traits about an individual that you can't look past. I don't like people that perceive or they they portray themselves as being one way and then behind closed doors are completely different. That's one of those things that really aggravate me, and I, I've seen it. And I, I don't want to go into depth on that, but that's one of those things that I think with him it's one hundred percent. No, there are there are character, and that's the thing. There but there are, are unpack things until you get yeah. to character flaws and 100%. be like, and that's one thing yeah. I can't. I, I won't get past either is yeah. someone that wants to someone that's fake you yeah. know do not do not because yeah. like you started the show out yeah. hey motherfuckers I've 
I you you've heard all my shit. Yeah. It's on a thousand episodes of Drinking Bros and yeah. Free Range American and Black Rifle Coffee podcast. You've heard my entire life. I've yeah. gone through five breakups publicly. Yeah. Like people don't understand what it's like when you see Jesus random Christ. names oh my like God. chiming in about your I relationship. Yes. But I'm used to it now. It's like yeah. whatever, guys. Have like, you you know that's an interesting <laughs> topic you bring up though, because I feel like in the dating world now, that's one of the, like the cancerous things that that's like the that's like the child I have to bring with me because it's like women are like, Oh, men don't want to date a woman with children. It's like, well, that's not always the case, but I feel like that's my situation right now to where my baggage is social media and I'm hated for my views. I'm hated for my opinions because I'm very vocal about them. So I have to tell these people, these women that might be interested in me, it's like, look, there comes baggage, meaning I probably can't tag you on social media because the trolls will come after you. The messages will be so fucking insane. Like you're dating a horrible human being. He deserves to die. He's a cheater. He's all kinds of shit. And they want to sow discord and ruin your life and your relationships. And that's what has me very fucking leery about even bringing that over in a, in a like a relationship to where I can understand why people would want to keep their shit private now yeah because it's like it's different if you're like a, an influencer that promotes like positivity that does funny stand there's videos. not a lot of people that hate you <laughs> oh bro yeah. no that's what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. When you're when on you're, that side when your goal is to make people laugh people enjoy that so they don't have any malice in their heart towards you unless it's just from jealousy but if you speak out on certain issues and opinions and political topics you are going to generate a lot of hate like I've, dude I've got a stalker I have a freaking thing I'm talking to a lawyer about like it's gotten bad but that's just one of those things like when you when you see you go through five breakups I can't even imagine because I my ex same thing I was like don't let's just not talk about let's make one post let's keep it cordial let's be nice because I don't want it to be oh hey where's so-and-so where's so-and-so as you try and move on with your life those people will bring up your past and it's like let's just address it it's almost like a fucking PR thing like as a celebrity I mean, I, it's like I, I, I've I broken up with so-and-so yeah, and I, I think people like I think people like being rude too I mean yeah. I don't think I, I also don't know I don't I don't know if they realize how rude that is. Yeah. Like because they can't put themselves they think they're yeah. being coy or yeah. funny or something like, you know, I I put something up and, and, and they go, Oh, where's this and tag them? It's yes. like man, why you do why? you do realize how life works, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously there was an emotional and physical connection that has now been deleted. Yeah. One of those parties probably isn't happy about it. <laughs> and you, and you just you just tagged them uh, and wanted to like bring yeah. that. It's well, just like, man, well, you know, and that's <laughs> not nice. It's, I shouldn't say it's a good thing, but that's a very important thing to bring up though, because I think with social media, it's this false realm of reality. Like, this is not reality. These are snippets of my life that I share with you, but it's not all fucking sunshines and rainbows. You see what I've chosen. A hundred percent. In my case, I've chosen everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a pussy buffet. I'm just going to taste it now. I I feel like it's just one of those things that you're judged so heavily by these people that think social media is life or they think this is reality. It's like it's not because it's almost like watching like pieces of a movie. But you don't understand what the plot is because you're just seeing certain select things yeah. that I choose to show you. I had you got to understand the, the 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 accounts that you follow where everything is oh, perfect. Those Jesus. are the biggest disasters of them all. Bro, I talked about that in the other episode <laughs> the other day. I was like, these influencers that you follow that, and I've tried to. And here's the here's the, the catch twenty two. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people that posts only the good shit. Yeah. But when you post the bad shit, it brings people down, and I don't want to do that, especially like a large veteran following. It's like I don't want to depress people because it's like instead I just try and kind of keep it anonymous. Like, hey, I just had a shit fucking day today, and it's you're you're a human fucking being. Like, if you cut me, do I not bleed? It's like yes. It's like so you see me on social media. 
But you don't see me when I'm like laying in my bed fucking just wanting to break the fuck down because life's just so goddamn stressful. Or I don't even want to deal with social media or I got an X running her fucking mouth or I got all this stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, like I just, I want to delete it all. I just yeah. want to fucking delete it all, but I, my businesses revolve around it, so I can't. I've gotten a lot better uh, now being able to... Like, like, and it's just the mindset. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. at the end of the well, day. Well, you seem a lot happier. Like, <laughs> you seem, no, I'm being serious. Like, since last we talked, you seem like you've lost a lot of weight. You're looking yeah. really good. You're coming off alcohol. Well, um, and I think you're kind of almost a representation of a lot of veterans out there that when they start to understand the poisons that they're putting into their body, how it's impacting them psychologically. And then now look at you like you're, and, fuck, you're happier. You're and, in shape. You're healthy. 100%. I love it. And thank you. But it's, it's like, yeah, coming to this point where, Man, the messages inside the Drinking Bros conglomerate group and everything like that that I've been fielding for years and years and years, it's like I had to make some changes. Yeah. I can't be given advice when I yeah. fucking look like I did and acted like I did. I easily had a, a blood alcohol level of 0.15 every night from 2014 to, to yeah. six months ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is a very accurate representation of how I lived. Well, mm-hmm. we're, we're done with that. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think anybody would have seen that from your social media, though. I know I had no idea that was, like, how your life was. I just, I just, I mean, that's just how I, I yeah. lived. Like, I was functional. I, I could wake up at 6 in the morning. I was a total functioning alcoholic. Yeah, like, yeah. It was perfectly okay. No, like, no, like it was saying. just, that was the groove that I got in, and I needed to break that groove. What but, initiated this change, though? What was was it that made you was it like a come to Jesus moment where like you got a needle sticking out of your arm and no. a dude's cock in your ass like how the fuck did I get here it was it was, it was because that was me and I don't really know what it was talk more about. of no. Mar- Marcus Luttrell you know okay. I'm close with him uh him and I had gone out and uh done uh we we did this production for Fox Sports with mm-hmm. Travis Pastrana these boat races mm-hmm. and, and and we were out there for like four days and he had brought his wife and things like that so Marcus and I you know we turned it on. We got in the groove, and then about a month after that, he was like, "Hey, we need to, we need to do some stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, what, what's up?" He's like, "He's," uh, I'm like, "What am I uh, going to help? Am I coming to help you or why?" He goes, "No, you're fucked up like me. Come on, we're gonna make some changes." And I was like, "All right, wow." And we did. That's awesome. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes that buddy to reach reach out to you and smack around. I'm like, look, we're well, both fucked uh, up it's like, like this. That's good. You know, you know what? Uh, but yeah, it was just. Patrol's local, isn't he? He's in Fort Worth. He's in Houston. He? He's in Houston. Okay. Um, but really, to me, it was also, too, coming to the point of, you know, Evan was just like, like that dude is 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 running on 19 treadmills at once mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. And like seeing the workload that, that, that he's taking as the CEO of the company when, you know, this group of us had found it all together and we all have, you know, Evan doesn't treat... You know, we're all equal in that plane mm-hmm. to him. Like, like yeah. he, he's never treated us like, Hey, you will do this. Like, yeah. even though, even though in my case, Evan's, Evan's the dad boss yeah. leader, like tell us what you want us to do. Yeah. We're good. Like I got to that point where it was like, man, I need to be better. Like we're getting so big and mm-hmm. we're getting, there's a lot of shit coming down the plate and like, like, like uh, I need to be like ready to go. Yeah. Like this is it. This is, we have transcended, yeah. Like 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 we can set records. We will be mm-hmm. known now in in the community for years mm-hmm. of 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 the people that created this brand mm-hmm. that has now gone beyond anything outside of the tactical industry. Now we've yeah. we've, we've 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 gone above that, and so it's like, okay, I need to behave. And well, then I, was, I started looking at. I was talking know. to a friend of mine this morning about having you on. She didn't know what Black Rifle was, and I basically had to explain to her. It was that essentially it was like you're in competition with fucking Starbucks. Like it, you guys have grown now, so fucking yeah. big. You're franchising across the country. 
Like this isn't like a small, small owned veteran business. Like you are mainstream to the point now. Like you're getting there. And between right now and January, we're opening like 18 yeah. new stores. And then you next just year, one just, in Dallas. Just, and yeah. we're having another one open in Plano. Uh, no in fucking December. way. Yeah, it's beautiful. Nice. Um, so these things are popping up. The next yeah. one, uh, next opening we're doing is Niceville, Florida, right outside mm -hmm. of uh, Eglin Air Force Base and Herbert Field. But it's just, uh, you know, I needed to change. I needed to be better. Like, like, like it was kind of like, yeah. hey. I my image needs to fit this. I can't be the drunk funny guy. I can still be funny. Yeah. But I need to start fitting the image of and also too, it got to a point where it was like, you know, people knew me for for something, you know, as being the fat funny kid. Well, it was like they didn't know all the things that I had created on the that's, back end. That's of, another thing that this. I feel like you're very <laughs> And it's kind of sad, though, because I feel like a lot of people don't realize the talent that you possess. Like you are a very, you're probably the most talented guy I know when it comes to content creation, because your mind goes into areas I wouldn't normally think of. And just like with the Lord Hot Dog things, like, Jesus Christ, you just created your own fucking story within a story <laughs> to market a product. And it's like, that's brilliant. It's oh, fucking brilliant. Thanks, man. But a lot of the stuff that done with Black Rifle, Matt, and the rest of them, like, a lot of the stuff was done by you. Like, a lot of these things were your ideas. You composed the music. You wrote out a lot of the scripts. And it's like you you did a fucking lot. You still do a lot. Like as far as content creation, you have some amazing ideas. Yeah, a lot of them. I, I mean, all three, Matt, all three of us. Yeah. Like, like y'all work idea, very well together. Idea Central. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we we jump. It's like I'll throw out. You know, Evan Evan tells this this story all the time. I'll throw out a hundred fucking a hundred fucking batshit bananas ideas, but three of them are like they're like whoa 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 yeah. whoa whoa go back, go back to that one go rewind rewind all right that one and then and then Matt and blah 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 oh Cody Cody over there is just he's just a. a uh, an unhappy individual. I'm sorry, Cody. That's, he said that's blackout sucks. coffee is bad. I mean, uh, blackout coffee is great. Man. I wanted to start my own brand of coffee. I was going to call it black a uh, black pistol coffee company. Uh, dude, I like that. Why not? Like, <laughs> no. no, that's that's awesome um, though. That that's great that y'all work so well together because especially in the age of where fame and money and things come with it, like you tend to see people kind of drift apart, and things like that come between them. And it seems that you guys are still working phenomenally well together. But now I think like. I've always wondered this about y'all. Like, when you hit that level of success, when does it come time to say, I've put in the work, I'm going to go travel, I'm going to go live me now, I've, I, I can afford it, I'm going to go see Greece, I'm going to do all the... Is that, is that come to a point, or is it just that you're going to keep doing this for until you're, like, old and gray and wrinkled? Uh, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think it's just a healthy balance now. Mm -hmm. Like, um... Because I, I've built this studio out at out at my place. We're, we're also if you keep seeing me look over here. This is where all the comments are. I love them. This you got to be careful. We have a lot of trolls in the YouTube. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I recognize these names right. actually. <laughs> Pissed off patriot up there. I recognize. Right. He, he Dude, loves to you troll. have a giant grifter BRCC yeah. cucks that killed dozens of coffee companies no, while they Casey. donate money to the enemy. Sorry, Casey. That that, oh. that five hundred dollars to Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, th <laughs> yeah. That's the enemy. Like, oh. uh, God. You know, educate yourself or something. Um, There's always going to be people that hate. But it's and, just... It's and that's the other thing that kind of aggravates me in the veteran space. It's like, I don't mind helping out other veteran businesses, no. but, it, but it is business. It is business because I can't tell you how, and I'm sure you as well, I've been backstabbed so many fucking times in the veteran world and business that veterans now are kind of on my shit list when someone's like, oh, we're veteran owns. Like, that means nothing to me. Because it means they, no, not in the sense of, like, I don't care. It's just, like, I don't, I wouldn't trust you like I wouldn't trust anybody else that owns a business. Like, I just won't. Yeah. Well, I mean, people just, people that are new to business and stuff like that, they think, they, especially veterans. The level people, of entitlement. People think that they, 
that you have to come in swinging against uh, yeah. against the competition. And, and honestly, we thought that too. Yeah. When Article 15 started, we we had this attitude of we're going to take Ranger up down. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we teamed up with them to make Range 15. It was like, wait, why? Yeah. Look at what we can do yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Even at during, I mean, and you've got you've got to look at that. Like, you had two competing companies. Yeah come together yeah. because at the end of the day There's the same the person that yeah. likes one of my t-shirt designs will also like one of Ranger Up's designs it's not competition yeah. even though we're selling the same exact product yeah. we can we can do that together and it worked so mm-hmm. we proved the concept of yeah. coming in and making this 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 thing together and it's like i i don't dislike any of the of the companies in the space now like people think yes people think that like oh you're you're we have this disdain for other micro coffee companies. Yeah. It's like no, go do it. There's yeah. everyone in America drinks coffee. Guess what? Black Rifle Coffee can't serve yeah. 388 million cups a morning. Like we need other people to <laughs> as well. And it's like even then, I wouldn't want to. I don't want to be the only one. Yeah. I need I need competition yeah. for me to for me to feel creative. So like you're saying though. Um, Building my studio uh, and really pulling things in house with me, mm-hmm. like has has done this just healthy balance of yeah, hey, a few times a month, let's go check some things out and relax a little bit. But really, you know this as well. Even when you're on vacation, you're not on vacation no. because yeah. the the second that I get quiet in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I have an idea. Yeah, and now I want to get home and I want to fire up the cameras and I want to because that's what I love doing. I love yeah. making making production it's art and it's like it's art in a sense now i'm I, I just enrolled in this massive film course two days ago so i'm like jumping into that and i i'm i'm also teaching a film course at black rifle in I san antonio that. once a month that's awesome so once a month if you're into getting i mean and this is a future this is a future uh industry that will never go away yeah with the way social media is now yeah. like video content is any everything mm-hmm. whether it's what we're doing here in a podcast live form using Streamlabs, or it's scripted comedy or it's blah 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 like <laughs> you see this pissed off patriot said oh, yeah. read this john evan is a liberal he said he hates trump supporters and conservatives eli matt crispy etc anyone else needs to die associate with him he's the reason people no longer support you yeah, but that's the thing. You know, your name says it all. You say pissed off patriot. Pissed off patriot. Like, I, I'm none of none of what you just said is true. So, Black Rifle Coffee Shops have had have, have had record attendance. Yeah. So so there is no one. Go back up to that. So yeah. we can, so we can go so we can unpack his, his his little thing. People no longer support us. I have grown substantially in the last in in the last four months. It's like Evan did not say that he hates Trump supporters. He's never said anything even remotely close to that, and he's not a liberal. So nothing you've just said in that comment is true. true. So great. Have fun. Like, And then we need to die because we we need to die because Evan gave Tulsi Gabber $500 donation Because yeah. Tulsi Gabbard was fucking taking the Clintons to death. She was. Like, like, she was. And, he was, and, and his Kamala, answer was, yeah. I put another fucking quarter in that jukebox because <laughs> I loved it. Like, 100%. Guess what, pissed off patriot? There are a bunch of fucking states in this country where they will only elect liberals yeah. to be their representation. So you, so get you better the, get yeah. on board to choosing the best left-leaning liberal that you can because you don't want the fucking batshit crazy ones. Because Tulsi's one of those people. No, you're 100% on with that because people don't realize that it's like, it's not all black and white. Sometimes there's a gray negotiating power. So if Tulsi, 
as a congresswoman out of Hawaii, you know, she is very open to debate and discussion. She thinks she's not one of these people that will just toe the line of the DNC. And I have a lot of respect. There's things I don't like her anti-2A stance. Yeah. I don't like a lot of her socialist policy support. But she's one of those people that will reason with you. She yeah. will have a discussion with you. And she's not that she doesn't feed in to the machine of I'm trying to own a conservative. Or I'm trying to own a liberal. I like that. About I'll her. take I'll take his argument away uh, away right now is he's mad that Evan gave Tulsi $500. dollars mm. Donald Trump gave Democrats $161,000 in 2015 to include the Clinton Foundation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where's the purity test? Yeah. Like, is it okay? Yeah. Is, is he, does he get a pass for that yeah. because of... Because of what he's done. Don't, don't talk like, about God King Trump like that. If you do that, oh my God. I'm just you, saying, you can't, you like, can't say that where people, is yeah. this invisible yeah. line that some of these guys make? Like, what is it? What is the purity test? Like, what do you, who do you yeah. have to be to pass? Because mm -hmm. I saw them all turn on Madison Cawthorn, yeah. which, and they're claiming now Madison Cawthorn is anti 2A. No, yeah. he's not. I know the guy per personally. So I was at let's, his wedding. Let's, let's, <laughs> just, let's delve into that real quick because I feel like that was another case that we talked about that people don't see how the meat is actually, okay, I'm covering these up this thing's gonna bother you i love like, I, I know i love it you can't that's part of the podcast it's like it came to a point it's like i'm turning off comments i can't because i will get off topic yeah. and i'll just i'll start engaging trolls but with madison cawthorn like i felt i fell victim to this this was my fault that uh i saw gun owners of america tweet talking about they just voted that upsets me too that pissed me off because gun owners of america is usually pretty decent about their stuff but they definitely took that way out of context yep. and they said these are your elected representatives yada 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 and i got a little freaking message from freaking uh uh fucking dan and he's just like it's not what you think it is yeah i was like you know what i am apologizing i took the bait i didn't research that because that bill hadn't even been introduced to the fucking house okay yet. so Yes, that's and, why and I didn't don't fall see, for like, it. It was also it's an omnibus bill. There's going to be pork in there that people are going to create the perception that they're fighting for a certain thing, but it's going to be removed later. Having so, passed a bill, yeah. like I was part of passing yes. a bill yeah. in the NDAA, yeah. I knew the process. Yeah. So I knew I already knew how that works, and that's yeah. how I, I I jumped in and started yeah. explaining to the mill meme community, like, whoa, 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 hold brakes, guys. Yeah. Do not turn your sights on the dudes that we actually have yeah. that, are, that are good in there. So yeah. just again, if this is this is my this is this is my ask of everybody out there, if you're gonna jump online and you're gonna jump on a bandwagon, take the time to yeah. just learn about the subject first. Yeah. Understand what it is that you're arguing about yeah. because you're not helping yeah. anyone. Yeah. Like and now you're you've assassinating taken, your own people. Yeah, yeah. And then you've taken you just wasted a week and a half worth of Madison Cawthorn's life trying to put this fire out that need didn't need to be put out. Yeah. And he is one of the the dude wants to abolish the NFA. Yeah. Like like you couldn't ask for a better <laughs> a better position of a politician yeah. on your side. Like, okay. Let him work on that. Yeah. And let him do it. Do it right. like, oh, God, guys, please just learn. Just yeah. learn. Just read. Yep. Don't just headline But surf. it once again proves my point. Yeah. We thrive off of negativity. We thrive. That's just what gets people riled up. And speaking of neg negativity, uh, Nicole Arbor. Oh, <laughs> you knew it was coming. Gem. Uh, why not? You knew it was coming. Gem of a human So being. I haven't liked her for the longest time because when I went viral you back on You both hate fat people. Yeah, right? <laughs> People are never going to let me live that down. He hates fat people. Like, if I hated fat people, why would I have made the video? 
Like, why would I have made that video? Instead, it's like, hey, get off your fat ass and go fucking take care of you. But anyway, mm. I, I, she just always had this thing about her. She seemed fake. So for those who don't know, it was you, Tommy Vexed, uh, Ryan Upchurch, and there was like one more Matt gentleman. Matt Santoro, very yes, famous YouTuber. Out of Canada, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And they, y'all all have dated her. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't think Ryan did. I think it was just like no, they, yeah, they, they were, did date. They, well, it was a, they were in the like pre-process. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but apparently the Ryan, all of you were under a gag order. And apparently that was just lifted because we weren't church. we weren't under a gag order. It's just we weren't we weren't saying anything because we're letting the case. we're not giving any more ammo to yeah. that side. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh, that's again, so fucking annoying when she's out there just running her lips yeah, about this, how rid- yeah. how ridiculous it is. Like it's just like, dude, we're not giving your side yeah. like any more ammo. So it's just. Yeah. Yeah, and that's too. hard to like sit there and get beat on, and then just because that's what I was doing with my yeah, ex. Like she's running her mouth, and I'm sitting here getting hit and hit and hit, and it's like I just don't want to feed into this. Yeah. But so Ryan Upchurch uploaded two videos. Uh, you said you haven't seen the second one yet. I know I need to watch this. Again. And he basically goes into depth on, and it, I, what I love about it is that he's showing clips, he's showing articles, yeah. all this stuff, saying this is what she said, this is actually what's happened. And the thing is, is she's, she's built this thing now to where she's lost all credibility. And the reason yeah. I took a special interest in this is from the political spectrum, how we've seen like third wave feminist campus feminists come through and basically push the YouTube or the YouTube, Jesus Christ, the, the Me Too movement, the Believe All the Whammons kind of shit. This serves for me as a big point why you don't believe all women and due process is a necessity because yeah. what she painted you four out to be was so inaccurate and basically tried to associate Ryan Church as like a rapist and a murderer. And he's sitting there and he's like, what the she fuck? She literally, in, in the court documents yeah. that she submitted to the courts, claims that he has secret underground facilities where he tortures and kills people in Nashville. Shut the fuck up. I'm, you serious? Uh, bro, there, there's some fucking weird shit. Like I think he I I like I said I need to watch that second video. Yeah. Like she, he didn't address that in there. He uh, just he just basically like, like yeah, said, went yeah, after the news stations people. that were going after him. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. Yeah. Um, and then she openly admitted on the one podcast that she got roofied supposedly and then Ryan took her to the hospital and come to find out like she wasn't roofied. She no, wasn't even They drunk. were like there's nothing in your system. Yeah. The, the drama, it's drama. That's just like, why? Dude, why? Everything why is, need that? Because it's publicity, man. Like uh-huh. it's a dying the image is dying. Yeah. So she Maintain needs something. Relevancy. She yeah. needs something to maintain, and that's why you've seen her jump. Yeah. Uh, like all of a sudden, a few months ago, she popped up as a conservative yeah. talk head Until in the United States. She's yeah. a fucking Canadian. You're not even a citizen here. Like, yeah. get out of our politics, dummy. <laughs> like, and and yeah, then you're she much tries, more kind about it. Get the fuck out of here, cunt. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like, what what are you talking about? You don't even understand. Yeah. You she you don't even understand the United States judicial system because you just got. <laughs> Owned by it, like you just had a judge tell you that you fucking lack grotesque credibility. Oh my like, god! Like, like with this, so it's like, yeah, she thought yeah. she thought she could play the, uh, you know, I'm so popular and big, and yeah. I I have a big name lawyer, and I'll just bully you guys to to yeah. shut up. And it was like, no, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, and and that's it. Like, especially when going the synopsis people, yeah. of this was, she attempted to. To put a restraining order on all of us claiming that we, she feared for her life and that we were stalking her. By the way, none of us, have, like, I haven't had any contact with her in, in forever. Shit, I can show you the last text mm. I got from her. So, so tell me if this is somebody that fears for her life. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, I just didn't like the, the optic that this presented that, you, you know, and she had so many people on her side. She accused oh, God, Tommy yeah. Vex of being a rapist. She accused all these things. And it's like, where the fuck is this coming? That's a serious yeah. accusation. And the thing that pisses me off, she'll face no ramifications for it. None. 
Unless I you mean, like counter sue. You know, I mean, well, that's the thing is, is you know, we're we're holding her accountable for for what she did with this. Like, we're not giving it up. Like, she she has it's a mess with her attorneys and, and yeah. her and everything. So as of three days ago, it's now dropped, which is not, it's dropped from her end, yeah. which is because she failed and, and got caught lying. And yeah. Got caught, and so it's just like, it's Jesus just, Christ. Like I thought I had some fucking hate. Like John's with a BRCC grifter and he thinks it's good. I just blocked oh that fucking douchebag. It's just like, like what the chill, shit? Dude, like whatever. good grief. Like that's the other thing. Like even say like, just say, just say, for, say like you were, I couldn't even have a conversation with you. That's like what, like, but people love that when I bring on like drunken debates and debate and like you were on there one time I believe. And it's like they love that. Yeah. They love when you bring somebody on that you disagree with because they want to see sparks fly. Yeah. But you can't even have a conversation with somebody that, uh, you know your audience hates because if you do, oh, you're a sellout. Yeah, you're why? a grifter. Why you're do you have like, them on? It's like because I, I wanted to, to ask uh, questions. Yeah, but you can't even fucking do that. Yeah. And this is this is how fucking toxic the veteran community is, especially in the political spectrum. Jesus Christ, and these people don't fucking think. They, and they want they want to essentially project their hatred in the form of insecurities onto you and paint you as that person so they can justifiably hate you even though they realize they have yeah. nothing. They have nothing. And they create these false realities and they delve into it. It's like, oh, he's a grifter. He's this. They've done this. It's like, where's the proof for this? Like, if you could show me proof. But even in the sense, it's like in the business world, that's how business works. You either fucking survive or you die. Yeah, but also, too, like, like you're making these statements Based off of of, of one Headline, one yeah. millionth yeah. of a piece of information, yeah. you want to come up to me and say, "What are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this?" I'll tell you, and then yeah. you'd be like, "Oh well." Uh, respect the fact that like our our business is pushed into mm -hmm. you know a realm of, of of a size that is so big that we actually are having a major impact yeah. on things. We're helping a lot of big of of, of big NGOs, nonprofit yeah. organizations, things like that. So be like, hey, and oh, by the way, we're approachable mm -hmm. still. Like you can say, like, like uh, I don't see people like hounding the fucking president of Target or yeah. <laughs> anything like this. Like, like where are you on all this? Blah 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 blah. It's, yeah. like, it, it's like, dude, like at least with us, you could come to us and be like, hey, I would love to see you guys help this out because mm -hmm. your 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 reach and 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 the money that you're able to raise would mm -hmm. would help. Like, just come to us. Yeah. So anyway, like the. Nicole thing. It's just, it's just, it was a headache. Well, it feels like it's finally come to an end. Uh, yeah, for us, for us, yes. The next it, victim because, is on his way, so. Because it's just, well, hopefully hopefully this teaches her a lesson. She just I doubt it. She just fucking chills. I doubt like, it. And that's the thing. It was just like, she just has this this thing where she wants revenge. Yeah. And it's like, this and is that, a lot about a that person. revenge clouded her so much, and that was it, mm. is Ryan called it off with her, and mm. that's what sparked this whole thing you know, was just like, hey, I'm not interested in God. The thing is, is like in the next in the next coming like weeks or, or, or so, I'm sure the 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 documents from the case and stuff will become yeah, public. public yeah. When you read yeah. the text between her and Ryan, by the way, I, I wanted Even, to show you that, but my I set my thing up to clear things that I had. Oh, so I'm like, you. oh, it didn't happen. She had just sent me Damn a message. You Snapchat. Yeah, she sent me a message like a, a uh, like eight months ago, or that was just like, hey, hope things are well. I'm doing work with this company. Hope it doesn't like we had like done an ad deal with them, and I was like, yeah, dude, whatever. I don't care. It's yeah. fine. Um, but again, like I had like, the same thing with my ex that like she's drugged my name through the mud so fucking much, and then she would text like, "Hey, just are you okay?" Oh, my camera died. They said. Oh shit. <laughs> uh oh, we're gonna fix some camera issues. I think it's the battery. Shit. Oh, 
Someone didn't plug in uh, continuous power. Yep. Well, we still got microphones. Battery is exhausted. Son of a bitch. Well, yeah, it's still live. We're still good. Pull yourself uh, to full screen over there, uh, you know? That way they don't have to... There we go. They can just hear me. They don't need to see me. Oh, wow. Oh, oh there you that's go. too much. A little too stretch. Much. Yeah. A little stretch. There we go. Fuck it. We'll just do it this way. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Isn't there a webcam over there? Uh, I don't know. I could have sworn. Man, I apologize for that. Man. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't but, worry um, about it. There's a good view on you. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just like, come sit on my lap and we'll continue the podcast? <laughs> they can hear me. So right now, with this being dead, and hopefully y'all can move on, because it feels like she she has essentially destroyed all credibility. Candace Owens owned her. Like yeah, I remember I, watching that thing. Like she got it's fucking just gonna, shredded. Yeah, it's just going to get worse worse on her end now because now all the evidence just I mm. mean again I didn't have a big part in it she yeah. wrapped me up like she wrapped me up in this be, to to like try and get back at me and yeah. again because she didn't want me talking yeah because if I come forward like here's the thing all these guys by the way we found another one this week that came forward too wait she went and started dating that dude from the Las Vegas shooting that was uh, funneling people to the hospital in this truck I think it was a Marine Corps veteran Something. he posted a picture with her yeah. and his comments section got blown the fuck up of other people saying hey watch yourself with yeah. her she's dangerous like that woman and, is unhinged yeah but then and then just like with everybody there you know he's like leave me there's two sides to a story uh -huh. it's like yep. you'll learn you'll learn dude but that's the thing is like like we all have the same story it's just a script like i wasn't uh you know it was just it was it, it got to just be an inc of uh, like something i didn't want in my life it was just uh, energy and fucking <laughs> and an attitude that i wasn't i wasn't down with and i was like okay hey we yeah. tried this for 2 months i'm out like and then you know she wanted to like f like th the biggest thing was that was annoying again like like you said hard things to forgive people for was yeah. Her big thing was, hey, in the beginning, if this never, if this never pans out, just promise that we'll never, yeah. you know, we'll never go on the internet and do this. Guess uh. what? Three days after I break up with her, like, here is a video on the internet called How to Make a Bitch that's all about me, you know, supposedly. And it was just like, okay, dude, like, and I still didn't do anything back then. This was three years ago, by the way. It's like, and you're still like, dude, she added my name to this thing all for, for nothing because... Because all of us had met each other and she yeah. wanted she was trying to keep us quiet because she knew if we all if we all come forward, it's the same fucking story. Yeah. She pulls the same bullshit. Yeah. So she's like, fuck it, dude. Just leave. Just go away. <sighs> well, there you go. Well, hopefully it's over now to the point where I, I kind of like the thing about this is that Ryan Upchurch is like shredding her. Like, uh, yes, it's like this I do. is what she deserves. Like Finally, she deserves this. Like, and Tommy, Tommy was going after her for a while. He's like, I'm about to spill the tea. I'm about to spill the tea. And then finally, now that this whole thing's over, it's like, okay, now you can come forward. Because she this says that side. they're abusive. She yeah. tries to say they're abusive. Like Tommy's she never said that about me. Which, yeah, she couldn't because too many. But the thing is, is like, here's another thing that like, like when when Tommy started coming forward, mm. a majority of my exes came forward because they were harassed by her. No so like, shit. Yes. So now people that I'm no longer in a relationship, women are like, yeah. yes, w I had to deal with this girl like that wouldn't leave me alone. Like, dude, yeah. she's, it's just... It's, I still, to this day, like, I think three three or four days ago, a friend of mine texts me that I'd actually been talking to for a while, texts me that trolls are still coming after her from what my ex said. Yeah. And see, it's like, why, and it's like, why have to do this? Why do we have to go through this? Why can't we just separate? And why can't you just be as happy as you pretend to be on social media and just leave me the fuck alone? Like, yeah. let go. Just let go. Yeah. And people don't want to do that because I think a lot of it is they, they, they feed feel, off the drama. Well, they also and they feel, feel relevant. like, and that's, I mean, now we're just going into relationship psychology. Mm. Um. 
people feel like like you have to hurt for them to for them to move on. Yeah. They and want, I yeah. don't understand that. Like like that doesn't fucking help anything. I think like, it's a sense of just kind of like balancing out the hurt that you possibly caused in them and they want to see it inflicted on you as well. Yeah, well, and, Which and is that's a the very thing. childish thing to do. But that's it. And and everything is perspective driven. Like I was saying earlier is is you everyone gives their one side, their side. Yes. So when when the girl goes and tells and tells their their friends, "Oh, I br- he broke up with me. He's such he's such a piece of shit. He's yeah. an asshole. He's been talking to another girl or whatever." It's like there's never a question of what led to that though. Hey, you know, Maybe it was you weren't spending enough time together. You weren't communicating at all. You weren't, hey, you know, the physical stuff had disappeared. Blah 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 blah. Like like, there's always something. Nobody in a great, perfect, happy relationship starts fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so, it's like, yeah. Hey, there's two sides to this. Mm-hmm. Like so so. First off, like, and then also too, there's just that aspect of, you know, I've now matured at this point at yeah. this age. To just stay out of people's shit with that because yeah. I because I know that like don't drag it yeah you know how it used to be kind of back in the late late two thousand like seventeen eighteen nineteen when someone had a spout with somebody and this is in just relationships it's yeah. also business and everything yeah. you you tried to collect your side yeah and that's what I'm not going to play anymore yeah of hey I hate this guy you need to hate him too I'm yeah. like but I don't know him yeah. So and he didn't do that to me. I had and the same thing with Yusha <laughs> Thomas when that whole thing was going on with Yusha, and he he went after the Blue Lives Matter. It turned into people were trying to force other veteran influencers to pick sides in that. I was like, I don't want it. I was like, I just don't like him for what he said about this. And I actually, I don't want to go back into it, but it was one of those things that people were trying to divide and say, this is your side, this is your side. Which influencer do you support? And a lot of people wanted to see us fight. They wanted to see that drama. They just egged it on. And I still, yeah. to this day, get it's messages UFC, about stuff man. like that. Yeah, it's like, fucking knock people it off. People like the UFC. Yeah. That's why it's the most watched thing on pay-per-view. It's like, we all have our own <laughs> lives now, and people just move on, and they let go. But it's just like, when you refeed into it, and you reignite that fire by giving it oxygen, you're just recreating the same beef and drama. And I think a lot of people thrive off of that because it gives them relevancy. It gets them clicks. It gets them views. It gets them exposure. It gets them access to other people's followings and tags and shit like that. I just, and it's a very dangerous, like, it's a different, it's, a, it's an addiction for a lot the, of people. The one thing I would love to fucking push on everybody is just, dude, you sleep a lot better the less enemies you have. That's like, true. Because I would you, rather you, have friends than enemies, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not collecting enemies at this time. Like, yeah. like I, to circle back, Jen Pinsecki, right, you know, yeah. let's, let's circle back to something you asked fucking 20 goddamn minutes ago. Mm. Um, my mindset change. You know, today... None of my none of my greatest friends are suffering from cancer. My kids are all alive, and I go to bed next to the girl that I fucking love the most. So it's like yeah. today's the best day I've ever had. That's good. So those are the, that's good. that's it. Everything else can fuck off. Yeah. Like because again, like you, you what you allow into your life you is your own responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And 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 guess what, man? The hard the hard times are ahead of us. Yeah. We're we're in our mid thirties now. Like oh Jesus. Like 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 we're gonna start going into. To, to times of, of, you know, our parents are going to have health issues. Yeah. You know, God forbid, like, like the, my biggest fear is anything happens to any of the girls. Like, yeah. like, like so it's like I, I do not want to, to sit and dwell yeah. on all this other bullshit yeah. during this time because I, I can push that stuff away. If I'm diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, like I can't push that away. Yeah. I got to face that one head on. Yeah. And, and so now it's been difficult. Like, like, Coming into this new life sober, living life sober is fucking hard. 
<laughs> Bro, and it's not I'm hard you. <laughs> because I want to drink because I don't want to drink. I, 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 I'm lucky enough that I've got got through this with without um, craving or, or fighting. Like it doesn't matter. I can be around people drinking. It doesn't matter. But having to live in this in, in this realm without the 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 kind of cop out the the escape the the numbing the 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 walking away from it and not facing it mm. is difficult. Yeah. So be ready for that. It's, <laughs> it's like the older we get, like, I wish I would have learned these lessons a lot younger, but at the same time, I know I was so young and stupid and conceited that I never would have, like, listened to any kind of advice like that. I would have just been like, yeah, whatever, old man. Yeah. And now that I'm older, it's like, no, I probably should have fucking, like, they, the adage is true. It's like the youth is wasted on the youth. And it's yeah. like, if, if I could have learned a lot of these lessons, but at the same token, like, you know, I've thought back about the brand that I've created or, or the personification of what I've created on social media and the one thing I will never do is just turn back and say, I regret doing that in a sense of that's what got me to where I'm at now, which has allowed me to evolve by exposing myself to new ideas and perspectives and perceptions, which is a wonderful thing. So people talk about like, you know, you still doing those fucking gay ranch in your car. It's like, no, I was like, no. but I'm actually open minded enough to where I will actually have conversations with liberals I disagree with and figure out a way to say, you know, either we agree on some things or we don't agree on things, but some things. But it's like I'm never going to look back and like criticize myself or saying, man, I can't believe I fucking did that. Like, no, that's how I thought at that time. And we've evolved since then. And that's perfectly fine. That's human nature. And when people don't even give you that, it's like you're like people, haters on the Internet don't want to see you do that. They don't want to see you evolve. They want to, like I said before, they want to keep you in that box and say, this is how you are forever going to be, even though you're not. Like, I still get comments like, you're going to go rant in your fucking car like a bitch. It's like, I haven't done one of those in years. It's like, you're not paying attention. It's like you said before. It's like, I'm going to hate you from a dude from back in like 2007. Yeah, and, and half the time, yeah. it's third party. Yeah. I was told by somebody yeah. else. That's one thing I can I can tell, you know, the, the dudes that are still fucking going off in the comments right now. Yeah. It's like, bro, your hate is third party. Yeah. You don't know any of us. Yeah. You've never been around us. Yeah. You didn't serve with us yeah. but you've got all these opinions that you don't realize that were that are that are that are off of you can't see my hand that are off of this <laughs> much um but dude four days ago i was sitting down i, I i've got to have you up because i have i have a really amazing group of people that i've started collecting that that you just got to be a part of some of these conversations i'm sitting down with rick anstrom he's a he's an ex-navy seal uh runs a foundation that that puts veteran through treatment programs, uh, psyche, psych therapy. That's awesome. Treatment programs. And Dave Carpatian, mm -hmm. who Dave is a world record uh, holder, uh, rally race car driver. Mm -hmm. He runs Rally Ready outside of Austin, Texas, teaching people how to become a rally driver. It's mm -hmm. amazing. It's fun. Yeah. Anybody can go off the street and learn how to drive a rally car. Uh, Dave, you know, holds records at Pikes Peak. Like, he's a, he's a big name in the, dri in, the, mm -hmm. in the driving community. But he also, like, dude, his aura and mindset and everything about him is just fascinating to me he's a little younger than me but fuck dude every time i sit down with him i learn something from him and a few days ago he said he said uh regret is the most purest form that that we have uh to ourselves mm. he goes this 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 mindset of no regrets he goes no fuck that yeah he's how, like how else do you learn? he's like yeah. i love my regrets because yeah. i can look back and i go you know that was that was a bad move but i'm not gonna do it again yeah and, and it's because of the regret. It's yeah. because of that feeling that I still have to yeah. this day of that is what reminds me why not to do that. Yeah. He goes, so yes, I have a fuck ton of regrets. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at him like, God damn, Dave. I, I think that's, that's fucking deep if you think about it. That's also yeah. been like accented by this 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 image on social media of like, remember back in the day, like YOLO, you only live once. Yeah. Or the, the no regrets. It's like, no, there should be regrets. There should be. Because if you, if you have no regrets, it means you didn't really live worth a life worth examining. 
It's like you're, you're telling me that you were perfect the way you were. And that's the other thing that pisses me off, especially in like the fat community. When we have the, and I'm, I'm going to totally delve into it. I don't give a shit. We're going we're to talk about it. When you talk about like these unhealthy people out there that are trying to pass themselves off as if it's be something that's celebrated. Again, I think it's this, this shedding off of personal responsibility. 100%. No, no regrets. I'm perfect like just that. the way I am. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. Like, no, I'm not. Like, no, the fuck. I, I look in the mirror and I know my flaws. Six months ago, I was 50 pounds heavier and I, yeah. I, I, I was unhealthy yeah. and miserable. Yeah. And now I feel great. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with having regrets. There's nothing wrong with looking back and saying, "I sh- I wish I would have done it differently." But I will never make that mistake again. I will never fucking go into a relationship without her having her sign- signing a fucking NDA. That's for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a non-disparaging agreement. You're gonna yeah. sign this because I remember John Cena told me about that at American Grit. Yeah. We'd sat down and talked about a lot of things. I, I was his roommate for two months. And very intelligent man. Very good dude. But he also told me a part of his life is when I enter into a new relationship, she has to sign an NDA. It's like there is so much paperwork that she has to go. It's like a book of fucking paperwork yeah. that if you come into my life, this is a part of my life. I and mean, I've got to protect myself and my brand. Conversation, like, because when I, I, I've said it like this, like and more recently, like I said, like like mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning. I've learned more in the last five months than I have in fucking the last five years. I guarantee that. That's awesome. It's, That's awesome that your mind it, is open it, to that. In our group. Like in our group, our tight group, you got me, Matt, Evan, Logan, Heather, fucking Eli, uh, Batty, Donut, all these guys. When when one of us dates somebody, mm-hmm. all of us are are pulled into this because yeah. we all spend time together. We all hang out together. Yeah. We're all on the phone together. Yeah. So when you bring somebody in for a personal relationship, you're going to hear yeah. our interpersonal dramas. You're going to yeah. hear our company you know, all this stuff exists. Humans yeah. do human shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. But they think that being you're on social media, you're not human. Like, you should conform to how they think you should be. That was that was a piece of advice I got by Jay Orvis, one of our business partners. Like, his, uh, one of his old business partners started dating his sister. And I was like, you know, I was young. And I was like, how do you feel about that? He goes, man... Humans do human shit. You can't. And if you and if you think, uh, I love if that. you think that somehow a business relationship or personal relationship or anything is going to, to 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 push that aside, no, it's not. So it's better to just accept it and kind of just roll with it. Yeah, they're not doing nothing to me. What do you What do you have coming up as far as projects go? Uh, Outside of Black Rifle, you personally, what do you have coming up? Well, I'm just working on the Lord Hot Dog, the mm-hmm. Lord Hot Dog stuff. I mean, that's fun. It's 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 not like a a massive thing. This was just this Passion was fun. Project. Yeah, it's fun. I want to I want to experiment with, you know, this this new marketing thing. That's mm-hmm. just like, okay, what if we what if we just created this product inside this fictional world where the entertainment is really why you're here? Yeah. You know, yes, the product is great. Yeah. I went with a great company to produce it. Like mm-hmm. the product is outstanding, but uh on the other hand, you're here for the entertainment. Yeah. So it's like, come watch what we're about it's to do. It's like a do. television and show. And we're going to start, yeah, yeah, we're gonna start right. involving everybody that, that's, that's in, in the circle into it. Like, come and do an episode. It's an mm-hmm. episodic, mm-hmm. you know, I'm grunging it up. So I'm doing the the style is going to be a very um, Sin City meets yes. Kung Fury. Feel. Nice. So, so you it's have, the synth wave. Uh, yeah, you have the VHS, nice. VHS, yes. but, but, but really, really kind of uh, hard contrast and stuff like that. And it's going to be really fun. You're just going to see us go all over the place and and just make an action thing. Like, I've already got, like, yesterday, like, I already got a phone call from Natalie Quam. You're you're familiar with her. She's Vanessa Guillen's attorney. I feel like I should. I, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Very, very, before. very nice lawyer, yeah. Um, you know, she she wants me to come down and, and shoot in Tampa with... Uh, 
with 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 all kinds of stuff. She was like, "We got giant boats and this, and we'll do like like where they're transferring hot dogs on these boats and everything <laughs> like this." Like, like so, it, it's that's funny. funny. Like like we're just gonna have fun with it. So yeah. that's fun. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff uh, planned with Black Rival next year in in motorsports community, mm-hmm. like with racing. We're doing Jim Connor. Jim Connor's coming up, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, there's some fun stuff coming up. Like for me, I'm diving back into this like it's like a 1600 hour film course Mm -hmm. like i'm going back to the basics Mm -hmm. i'm relearning everything and i'm and i'm i'm plotting like like reapplying it all i'm gonna i'm gonna learn and then i'm teaching film in san antonio once a month to anybody that wants to show up and learn it that's free Yes, that's awesome. you can show up and then we have a Facebook group mm-hmm. that you join and I give projects like I've already had people are submitting their videos and I'm going through and breaking them down. OK, next time. Try this. Try yeah. this. Try this. This is why you have, you know, you're uncomfortable. You know, you say that yeah. and I wish to death that I haven't spoken with Donnie in a very long time. I know they're doing good. Yeah. But I wish Vet TV would take that approach in the sense of expanding beyond just comedy. Because I feel like they have the reach, they have the ability to open up a Netflix style of veteran branded styled things. Like, because Donnie and I, when I when I went out there to do some things, some work with him, and I have no beef with him. He's a good guy. Love love what they do out there. But it was one of those things that told him, was like, man, you should look like you should branch out into drama. I was like, Donnie, I was like, if if I had the money to do this, I was like, I think you should do a veteran themed musical. I was like, I think you should. 100%. That'd be the funny funniest as shit. fucking I, thing. Jack Mandeville and I have, and Caleb have Bro. all talked about writing a play. Like I'm that would you. be funny. As It'd be fun. great. It'd be great. <laughs> a musical, no less, because I think part of that, like when I got to go work with them, like um, Jack Mandeville. So that that series of the Checkpoint Charlie, that was me. Like I thought about that. I was like, you know, two people that would work fucking insanely well together: Angry Cops and Jack Mandeville. They feed off of Angry each other. They're very Cops talented. Is so amazing. They're fucking hilarious. So when Checkpoint <laughs> Charlie popped into my mind, I felt I thought of like a mash styled kind of sitcom thing. And Donnie took it and he ran with it. And I was like, awesome. I fucking love this. But you also need to do a musical. Because I got to met, meet um, Jack. Oh, fuck. Uh, what's his last name? The the, the Marine Corps veteran who used to do the Australian. Man, no, not Mandeville. Oh, 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 uh, Jack Marillo. Jack, Jack Marillo. Marillo. Yeah, he's very, very great. insanely talented actor. Insanely and good fucking voice. Because we were just humming some bars, like making a funny thing for the possible musical. And he starts belting some stuff. I was like, you've got a very beautiful voice. And I looked at Donnie. I was like, you should jump on this. Like, there is something to this that people would love to be quality entertained with, like, a good musical or something like that. But I was also branch out into other genres. Do veteran politics. Do veteran drama. Veteran love stories. All that kind of. Like, don't stick to just comedy. Open it up to everything and then eventually yeah. branch away from doing just veteran and turn that into something towards more mainstream and open to everybody instead of totally like start with that small percentile of veterans and then go bigger. Go much bigger. Well, I can answer that for you. Go for it. Because you're a business owner. Oh. Everybody's got those ideas, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easier said than done. Like True. yes. Yeah. yeah. When we when we conceptualize this, yeah. it's like, oh man, you should do this. Yeah. But you being in the yeah. driver's seat yeah, when yeah. someone tells you this, you're yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Thought about it, can't do that it. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had the money. Oh Gotta do God. the comedy because it's the only thing that's paying, the, bill. that's, yeah. that's paying yeah. the bills right now. So yeah. yeah. Yes, all great ideas. Donnie has that vision. Like, yeah. like he's well, had he that talked about it, but yeah. But it's just they've got a you know, he's solving a complex problem. Yeah. Like, very, very complex. You see, it's comments like this, <laughs> like, like, I just don't understand. Like, this Kenny Eldridge dude in Facebook says, is it a slow news day? Usually John is ripping into the left all podcasts. That's what got me watching these podcasts he does daily, LOL. I know you don't have, like, ill intent behind that, but I love, like, I don't think you'll understand, like, I'm sitting here with a dude that's a part owner of a multi-million dollar company, 
He's a veteran. He's done fucking insane B, things. B. There's a B there. There's a B there. And so it's just like, <laughs> oh, billion dollars. Oh, fucking there you go. Uh, but no, but you, 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 why, why wouldn't you want to bring on other people that are successful in the industry and talk to them and like pick their That's brain what, on shit uh, like that? And I know you're joking. I get it. But I it's just one of those things. Not, I think people just kind of like, and I'm not, I'm not picking on Kenny. Please don't take it that way. <laughs> but I, I notice people are just very, and this is what they don't understand. They feel like they. Kenny says he's enjoying this. I like. Good, Kenny. good. Uh, Kenny's my friend now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like people. I feel like they feel like they own you. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to do something. I'm not referencing Kenny, so please don't take it that way, Kenny. It's more of a sense of they feel like they're entitled to tell you how you should be living the, your life or how you should be. You know, there's a difference in saying, "Hey, have you ever considered trying this?" Versus like, "You should go do this." It's like, like you just said, it's like, well, you're also not in the driver's seat. Like, I get that from, if I get that for shell shock, like, you should do this. Yes, like, that's there's what I mean. laws you that just, say we can't do that. You just so did it. I just, like, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Well, the only reason I bring that up is because Donnie and I actually talked about it. I he know. said he was going to do it. Yes. So, and I, because he talked about bringing me on as a, a vet TV political analyst. And it's like, I'd be all on board for that. Yeah, that would be really Before fun. I started doing this again. So, and I want nothing but success for them. Nothing but for success. Because they've worked their asses off to get where they're at. Yeah. Um. But you're right. I feel like people are just, it's too easy to armchair quarterback how somebody else should be living their life or running their business or doing this, that, and the other, but they don't see the intricacies that they have to deal with on a daily basis that are handcuffing them away from doing yeah. that. Yeah, we all do. And like, I understand I, You that. know, people are like, man, we want Evan in more content. He would love to be in more content. Yeah. That dude's got to work 20 fucking two hours a day. Yeah. So it's hard. We're trying. Yeah. Um, but, dude, it's it, it's it's been a ride. <laughs> so before we wrap this up, what is some advice you would give to not just vetrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs in general, as far as starting a business, launching a company? Because I will tell you this right now, your experience and my experience are totally different. And I don't feel like there's one rule fits all. I think everybody's different experiences. I have a rule to, that fits all. Oh, okay. And it's something I've followed forever. Okay. Put yourself in the customer seat. What do you want to buy? Yeah. And why do you want to buy it? Yeah. And what makes you decide from one to the other mm -hmm. and what would what would grab your attention what would you value over something yeah. else and it all comes down to when i look at this okay and now i'm comparing these two things you guys can see these in my hands i'm going okay if this is one brand and this is another why am i going to choose this right if the if the logo is pixelated mm -hmm. and shitty and yeah. it's and it's not a waterproof, you know, it doesn't yeah. have the skin over the top of it and it looks like paper and you can yep. chip it and stuff like that. Okay, this just became not an option. Yeah. Because that looks cheap. Yeah. Now this now I'm all of a sudden like, okay, this must be a better and I say that, think of when you go into Walgreens for the vitamin aisle. Yes. You you yes. grab the more expensive ones that are more put together. Yeah, they've got the stuff that's twenty dollars cheaper right here, but you're like that must not be as good. It's still 100% of 1,000 milligrams of fish oil, and, and you just grab the other one. That's the thing, people. That's the thing that like people don't understand because they think in the business spectrum it's kind of like, oh, we can't, we can't charge too much. But it's like, no, you got to understand something. Because like, if you charge too little, they'll think your product is shit. Yeah. And that's one of those intricacies of business that people don't realize because they don't put themselves in the customer's shoe. Yeah. You're 100% right on that one. I've always said, what what would I wear? And, and Matt, we've we've had this discussion so many times. It's just, mm -hmm. what do I want? Yeah. Like, and then and and then you go from there. Okay, yeah. this is whatever business it is that you're going to do, whether that's a service business, yeah. meaning, hey, I'm going to come fix your computer for you, or I'm going to build gaming computers for you, right. or I'm going to be a plumber. Right. Like, what? What is it? What is it that I want? And then what is it that separates? How do I choose? Yeah. And and when you start listing that stuff out and you start looking at it, 
now you start to you build, got a criteria to go by yeah. building what it is what it is that you're going to create yeah because at, at the end of the day you're creating this because every person out there that wants to be an entrepreneur you're creating something because you feel like you have a better idea yeah that's it you at some point you think that you can do better yeah. than the existing ones that are there so yeah hold on that and fucking run with it I love it. That, that's a great way thing. Like I've, I've had people that ask me the same thing, and the, the advice is always like, "If would you buy that?" I was like, "Would you like ask me? Would you genuinely buy that?" And if like, because I, I on Twitch sometimes I'll stream just games, and I had one dude who was I always tell him is like they want to launch a veteran clothing brand. I'm like, "Oh boy," I was like, "Okay." That's just been, you know, number one reason businesses fail is they fail to research the market. It's a very oversaturated market. The margins are insanely small. You got to be scaling massive volume to do anything worth a shit. So, I look at stuff. And I break down the website and things, but I asked him, I was like, look, if you were a customer visiting this website, your website is your shop, it's your business card, it is you. It's like if you go in there and it looks like there's pictures that are not the right size, they're not very clear, they're not very that is your that is your foxhole. If your foxhole looks like shit, why would you want to get in it? Why would you expect somebody else and, to make a purchase and trust you? And then their answer, though, the majority of the answer is, oh, well, I can't afford a good designer. Well, guess what? I couldn't either in the beginning. I I learned. Yeah. I learned yeah. how to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I dove into the books of and HTML the other part about this store shop, shopping and, carts. And, and this everything. is what I love about it, because now you have things like Fiverr, to where they'll yeah. do it for you at, at a fraction of the cost that a freelance designer yeah. would do it. And you're only paying like 25 50 bucks for good stuff, like to create a logo, to create a brand. You can get this done like at a reasonable cost, but it, it is one of those things that you're going to have to invest in your business. You're going to have to invest instead of... And that's the other thing. Like I remember when Five Bravo got fucking huge and then they just died off because they made all this money off that Guck t-shirt and they just blew it on dumb shit. They didn't reinvest mm-hmm. back into the business and it fucking tanked. And I, I never forgot that experience. And I was like, don't ever make that mistake. Take that money, put it back into the business, grow it, hire as soon as you can, and then get people on board that are like smarter than you that can help guide you and steer the business in a good direction. So it's fucking that's it. Are you so turned on right now? Uh-huh. Are you as turned on as I am? Dude, right yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to have sex? I'm like on it. Like well, let's go do this. That's what I'm saying. You know, this shit's hard. It's not easy. No, I appreciate what you said. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's it's just one of those things of having to learn from your mistakes after you make them. But I appreciate what you said last time you were here. You're like you're you're on the right track. Like you're doing it the right way instead mm-hmm. of like still selling T-shirts. Like you're you're doing something. You found something that yeah. that that you were passionate about that you wanted to become an expert in, and now you're becoming an expert in that. I felt vertical. lost for the longest time. I really did. Like I saw you guys doing amazing things over there. I saw other veteran entrepreneurs just doing incredible things, and here I am. Is like what the fuck am I doing? It's like, what the fuck am I doing? I felt lost until finally this took off. It's like, this is it. Like, this is what I've been like. This is what we've been training for, boys. Like, here we go. <laughs> so it's been it's been an incredible journey, and like we're doing we're doing so phenomenally well. And I'm, I can't tell you enough how blessed I am. And then when you give me anecdotal stories of it's like, oh yeah, I listen to John's podcast. Like that means a lot. Like that really means a lot <laughs> because a lot of time people don't realize like, I get a lot of hate online for my my views. But when you get like good positive feedback, it makes me appreciate it ten times more, yeah. especially from like the spec ops community yeah. because those are the guys that like when we were serving is kind of like oh they're the best of the best they're like the badass motherfucker. And the fact that they even want to acknowledge something like that, that a common grunt wants to talk about. And that that's been a trial and journey for me to where it's like, don't don't discredit yourself because dwell, of what you did. Dwell on the good comments. Yeah. And that's hard. That's the hard part. That's what I mean. Dan, that's the hard Dan part. Dan Crenshaw and I were talking about this. He's like, he's like, yeah, I see 400. We love you. And I and skip all the way to the fucking red comment. flag. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you up, man. Like, it's like, stop. It's the truth, bro. It's the truth. 
it's, it's, it's crazy to me. You guys sell coffee and John sells CBD like Machine Gun Kelly sells those Betty White pearl necklaces. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Uh, maybe that's a compliment. I have no idea. I have no idea. Dude, I've well, gotten thanks, so much. Josh. There gotten, he is. Josh, there, there's the one that we're going to. We're 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 gonna dwell on there. Thank you. you guys yeah. do this again. You're no, people don't talk. realize that about JT. I think from a lot of his ideas and the conceptualization of a lot of the things and content he creates for Black Rifle, a lot of people don't see that about him. Or maybe they do, and I just I was don't drunk see for that. a while. You know, I don't remember half of it from twenty fourteen. Drunk interviewing strippers and porn stars. We're beyond that. I grew up. <laughs> I caught so much shit because I wanted to have Brandy uh, fucking, is it Brandy Love? or Bra She's a porn star, a yeah. famous porn star, and it, she went to a Turning Point event and got kicked out. And I wanted oh, to have wow. her on the podcast, and I'm still, I'm still trying to get in touch with her. We've been talking a little bit. But it's one of those things like you shouldn't have a porn star on your, on your podcast. Like, why not? Why wouldn't I want to talk to them? Why wouldn't I want to get their experience? Like, I, people just I got to hear the story. I want to hear the story yeah. because I think it ties in with a lot of political discourse that we currently have. It's like, oh, you can't talk to a porn star because, and it's always the Bible thumpers. They're mm. the fucking worst. It's like, you shouldn't do that because that's not right. It's like, so wait, Jesus didn't come for the good people. He came for the bad people. Yeah. And I'm not calling her bad. I'm just saying that he came for the prostitutes and things such as that. The OnlyFans thoughts, he came for them as well. Jesus and, also like just said to chill out. <laughs> like anybody that uses that, it's oh like, my god. Also, yeah. they didn't do a good job. Like like the, when they when they um, what do you call that? Uh, translated Transla mm. when they translated yeah. the Bible. Like there's a lot of words that they didn't know and they just left them out. Like, <laughs> so if you're like might, using if might you're have using a little that, importance, yeah yeah. If you're using this as like the be all end all, it's like yeah. hey dude, uh, go get the go get the Greek version. Like read the whole <laughs> thing before you. I mean, the dude over there that's like, we're putting this in English. What's that word? I don't know. The translator doesn't know. I'll fucking strike it out. <laughs> yeah, but this sentence doesn't. All right, strike those three words out, too. All right, it's good enough. <laughs> we're good enough. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love that. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. You're down here. You're hanging out with a girlfriend. You're yeah. taking time for yourself. Thank you for stopping by the, the studio to come in and do this. Yeah, You've do always been. Fun. Let's go driving tonight or flying. I'm down. Yeah. Wait, I'll flying? Hold. Yeah, in the wind tunnel. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a. Uh, I didn't know if like you were being euphemistic, like you want to get high. Like, what are you talking? No, about? No, no, no. <laughs> there's an army vet uh, down that that the tunnel. He's an 11 Bravo. Oh, okay. Still in. He's a, a Shut guard the guy. fuck up. Yeah, I was okay. talking to him this morning. We, we got to go get in that tunnel. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh wait, like the wind tunnel. Yeah. I fly. Oh, is that the one where you do like the the up and down like your? You're just it's like free falling, training. Oh, that's Remember? crazy. Yeah, you never done it? No, I gotta take. Dude, I was a grunt. Like I didn't do that <laughs> shit. All you guys doing the high school? Ah, yeah, we fucking did this. Like I was, I lived in shit in a foxhole. That's all yeah, I did, bro. Yeah, yeah, we gotta take you to the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Congratulations to all your success. Oh, thank, thank you for you. stopping by. Thank you. This place is beautiful. I love it. Can't wait to come back. We're yeah, we're opening up the new storefront in Dallas. I have to take you to it and show it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I should decorate it. You should. I'm a really good interior decorator. This man is a man of all, all different faces <laughs> and all different faces. So again, your website is lordhotdog.us. .us. <laughs> lordhotdog. Go check it out. Very well done. Very well done. Um, that's that's pretty. Just come ask. over for the story. If any, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta buy hot dogs. Come over. Oh, but 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 we but do tell, We do sell ten a pack of ten, or, so it's the same as the buns. That's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. 
But all right, guys, thank you for tuning in to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Make sure you check out uh, lordhotdog.us, and then you can see the podcast. And again, I apologize for the camera shitting the bed on me here. That's why my, my producer, Josh, runs all this stuff. It's like me. It's like a monkey fucking a football. It's yeah. like this is not going to end. Well. I love it, though. So, uh, and again, you can check us out. The podcast will be uploaded to SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes. We're also live on Twitch. I appreciate all the love and support, guys. Thank you so much for being here and hearing our stories. Make sure you hit that share button. It goes a long way and helps magnify our voices. So until then, thank you for tuning in. Anything to add? No, that's it. That's it. You stay